This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Point of Football, where like the NHS pay rise offer, we insult and annoy everyone we come into contact with. My name is Tom Meadowcroft and with me as always is Daz Napton. Well hey, up the pay rise. I'm a wealthy, wealthy man. Um, (laughs) Welcome to the first of our, what was it, In The Mix podcasts where we Things are things are a little less scripted on this one. We tend to just like let it all hang out just with random topics, as opposed to our other output, which is of course very focused and streamlined. <laughs> Such focus. So what what are we doing today, Daz? So the first uh, in the mix is um an idea that has been done many a time on various blogs and probably in the sun most weekends, but we plan to do a much better version of it. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing our first ever Daz versus Tom, and it's going to be a starting 11 and manager, and we're going to try and find the funniest named players we can find. I should probably do a jingle for this. Stupidly named players, why would you? Um, so, you know, there's going to be a massive mix of, no doubt, um, body parts related names. Um, <laughs> there's, 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 I mean, we don't know each other's, so I might be speaking just for myself here. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be allowed? a classic. Is that allowed on Sports Social? We'll put the explicit mark. I'm sure it's fine. I need to put some like 90s TV bleeps in there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no one will actually know what the player was called. <laughs> um, and also, right. some some that just sound funny as well. A couple of mine are just ones that are completely harmless and innocent, uh, but also 
uh, just sound quite funny. Lovely. So what is going to happen if we come up with the same guy, which I think is probably going to happen at some point? So what we've done is we've selected our starting 11. So tonight we're going to be doing the uh, goalkeeper, well, manager first, goalkeeper, and then back however many you've got in your defence. And if you have selected the same player as me, or if it's my turn and it's vice versa, then we've got a reserve. Because who wouldn't want to make the starting 11 of this magnificent team we're putting together? Right, am I going first then? You'll go first, yes. Straight in with the manager. For my manager, I have picked Dick Advocat. Perhaps an obvious obvious choice, but he's a you know he's a very well known manager and a player to people of a certain age. He had long stints as a player in the sixties and seventies at Den Haag and Roda Kirkrad. Probably not saying that right. Uh, He's managed a phenomenally large number of teams since nineteen eighty. He's had two cracks at the Netherlands national team job and another attempt um, as their assistant. He's uh, won the league with PSV Eindhoven, Rangers and Zenit St. Petersburg. And he also won the Europa League with Zenit. He's managed a staggering six national sides. uh, The Netherlands, South Korea, United Arab Emirates, Belgium, Russia and Serbia. And he's been in charge at Feyenoord since October 2019. Despite his illustrious career, no English speaking person will be able to look past the fact that his name is Dick Advocate. (laughs) <laughs> um, an advocate for dicks or possibly penis flavoured eggnog <laughs> I mean it's it's an obvious one but it does it's a name that makes me chuckle every time I see it <laughs> yeah yeah definitely that's a, a fair choice um, to be honest that's not one that made my shortlist um, which uh, I'm quite pleased about because it means we're not going to uh, cross dicks from the off so to speak <laughs> Um, so my one was more of a targeted insult at you than anything. Okay, good. And uh, my gaffer is a 47-year-old Belgian, uh, and his name is Tom de Kock. <laughs> good. Um, so the great thing about Tom de Kock, apart from his name being de Kock, <clears throat> is that he manages a team called... Dickelveen. <laughs> Amazing. So you get a bit Where's of cock, that? bit of cock, and a bit of dick. Where would one find Dickelveen in the world? Well, they are a Belgian team. I believe they're in the fourth Fourth-tier. tier. So, yeah, they. I mean, uh, De Kock himself did um, also have. He didn't actually play as a player, from what I'm aware of. I think he was straight in as a manager, but he's been to uh, Leuven, who are in the top division of Belgium, and he's just sort of circulated in those areas, really, mainly as an assistant manager. But as of 2012, he's been a manager in his own right. And, um, yeah, that's me. That's Mr. Tom de Kock. Strong beginnings. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's where I think we might run into trouble. My goalkeeper... Oh, are you going first this time, actually? I will go first, but I feel we've picked the same goalkeeper, so I'm going to go straight in with my reserve here. So, (laughs) my goalkeeper is Argentinian, and he actually plays in the Argentina top flight, 
where he's played for many, many a year. And his name is Fabian Arsman. <laughs> How are you spelling that? A-S-S-M-A-N-N. Right. Absolutely. So he's classic. an arse man. He is genuinely an arse man. <laughs> Walter Fabian Arsman. And um, he, much like my... Uh, gaffer who spent most of his career in the same country he's, he's always been a Argentine at heart he played for uh, Independiente from his early days he spent one year out on loan in Spain randomly but then since then he's sort of done the rounds what looks to be at best a sub goalkeeper for various um, Argentinian uh, Premier Division sides so yeah there mm. he is Fabian Arsman. I'll edit this out, but was your first choice goalkeeper Shaden Sean Paul? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My goalkeeper is Shaven Sean Paul. Uh, Shaven Sean Paul is a player I became aware of from Football Manager when Daz and I were formulating the Caribbean Mega League. He has made a single appearance for the Jamaican national team and currently keeps net for Portmore United of the Jamaican Prem. I think if I looked into this further, I imagine the name is probably pronounced Chauvin or Chavon, not Chavon, <laughs> <laughs> or something, or something. But it's it's spelt like the English word shaven, so it immediately conjures to mind images of the beloved noughties dancehall artist Sean Paul running around having removed all the hair from his head and body. Well, to be fair, have you seen what Sean Paul's up to recently? He may well have just retired. May well has just retired to become the Portmore United goalkeeper. Maybe we're into the defence now. So I have gone with a flat back four. Um, have you done the same, Tom? I have. Great. So why don't you go first with your first defender, and uh, we'll tick them off as they come. <clears throat> All right. My first defender is Mark Dayman. Oh yes. Uh, Mark Deman is a right-back, centre-back and defensive midfielder from Belgium. His star shone bright and burned out quickly with 83 league appearances for Anderlecht and five Belgium national team appearances between 2002 and 2008. Since then, he's only made bit-part appearances at lower league sides and was last spotted playing for Stade Beerbeek. Um, <laughs> you couldn't write anything better than this name, right? <laughs> yeah, a I mean... Called Mark Deman. I, I definitely had Mark Deman in my team as well. So he will be dropped out of mine. Oh, okay. sorry. That's fine. I brought a good backup. Um, I've got some jokes before we move on. Go on then. What's next? A winger called Ron de Chanel? Chanel? Let me try that again. What's next? A winger called Ron de Chanel? A striker called Wanda Goal? <laughs> Do you want another one? Oh, go on then. A keeper called Lee King? <laughs> anyway, yeah, Mark Deman. Oh, man. We should definitely <laughs> we should definitely make a fantasy football podcast where we document um, a team we've made of fictional players and they're all just called things like that. Mark Deman is weird, though, because, like, he spent, like five or more years at Anderlecht and made under 100 appearances, but in that time he made five five appearances for the national team. 
and then fell into complete obscurity. Mm. Probably says a lot about the national team rather than necessarily player. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're on, on to my my right back, who, for anyone who's followed the Premier League uh, over the years, will have definitely heard of him. Uh, he's played for Sunderland. He's played for West Brom. And then further afield, he's played for Baal and Bastia and uh, FC Köln in Germany as well. My right back is Bernd Haas, who <laughs> <laughs> sounds very much when the match of the day commentators used to say it as Bernd Haas. <laughs> and I am a big fan of that. Uh, but just sort of imagine like a. Old old school commentator just going, it's burnt ass down the left. Uh yeah, I'm sure. Either and... like um old English commentators either just didn't try at all with the pronunciation or like <laughs> went really over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To drive um my French mate Lulu insane because like it, I can't think of it. Like um someone would say like Thierry Henry. Yeah, there was always so yeah. Like, yeah. The really old school commentators definitely went to town with trying to learn the pronunciations, but just made an absolute sham of it. But no, Bernd Haas, or Bernd Haas, as um, I'm going to call him, because this is yeah. funnily named players after all. There's a couple of interesting facts about him. So <laughs> the first one, which is amazing just because of his name, is that <laughs> um, Ars <laughs> once worked as a model for Armani. <laughs> Excellent. And I really hope that he was some sort of like underwear model. <laughs> I'm sure underwear was probably within his remit. <laughs> uh, yeah, the new, you know, the new boxer short from ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you'd hope so. Um, and then the other interesting fact about him is that um, in Euro 2004, he was sent off against England. Where hey, hmm. Don't remember that. Mm. 2004. It was a while back. Mm. Was that Germany? Oh, no, he was. Um, he was from Switzerland. No, it was Euro 2004 in Germany. Oh God, no, no. It was um, that. I'm sure that was one of the um, ones that was in two places. Oh, okay. Um, it, where was it? It was in. Oh no, it was in Portugal. Ah, okay. Oh, that's the one that everyone forgets because Greece won it. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> they, they won it by winning 1-0 every game with their centre-back scoring. <laughs> Inspired. It really was. I'm, I'm sure that was when I fell in love truly with football. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so next in my back four, I've got... Uh, well, Zimbabwe has what can be described as an anything-goes approach to names. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that in mind, I've got Danger Four Pence. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, as I said to you before we started recording, there's a couple I really couldn't find much info on, but I've seen just enough to be satisfied that he exists. Um, yeah. He's signed to Caps United, Kiglong Bird, and Dynamos FC. And I have also seen a picture of the man in question. That is a great one. Not only has it got a really good first name, that's the thing with this. It's very easy to find funny players who've got a funny first name or a funny last name, but he's one of the few who's got the whole shebang. Yeah. Speak, speaking <laughs> of which, uh, 
my first uh, inclusion in the centre-back region also has what could be described as a fairly humorous combined name, if nothing else. Um, again, he's, he's a fairly well-known player. He, most significantly for English listeners, had a loan spell at Charlton in 2016, but also is uh, probably most famously known for uh, playing for France. Got five caps for France. Um, my centre-back is Dodgy Fanny. Fuck off. <laughs> How is that spelled? <laughs> D-O-D-J-I. Okay. F-A-N-N-I. There Rod, he is. Rod Dodgy Fanny. Marvellous. <laughs> and the fact <laughs> he's played for his national team and had a really good career means that so many global commentators over the years will have had the privilege of saying, here's Dodgy Fanny. Just reading his Wikipedia, just reading the Wikipedia page, in December 2010, Marseille successfully acquired the services of Fanny. (laughs) Oh, delightful. There's always going to be a few crude ones in there, but I think we have, apart from, what was his name, Uh, your last guy, Dangerous tuppence, or whatever he was called. <laughs> they have been quite crude. Hazardous Bitcoin. <laughs> right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go for my next one now, and then right. we'll we'll fire home. So this one is a player that I found out about as a youth, and always just enjoyed the name. It's not quite as um, crude or rude or whatever you want to say, some of the others, but it's one that I've just enjoyed over the years. Um, and it's ironic that we are filming this on the day that uh, Celtic have famously been dethroned. We don't often talk about elite football on this channel, but I'm going to throw it in there because he is a Celtic legend. Um, born in Marseille, but represented Guinea as his uh, national team over the years. And this one is... <laughs> Bobo Balday. <laughs> I always just enjoyed it. It's, it's a nice combination of sounds, isn't it? Yeah, and also <laughs> the fact that he's actually bald as well. <laughs> so, you know, you can imagine players in training saying, especially like in Celtic, having a bit of banter, but chop, chop, Balday. <laughs> and he didn't, get the, he didn't get the reference, but <laughs> he found it funny that in training they'd always ensure that if he grew any hair that he had to have it shaved off. <laughs> this is going back to Dodgy Fanny, like he would not have encountered any stigma about that until he went on loan to Charlton. Yeah. Like just arriving in South London with the name Dodgy Fanny. <laughs> suddenly like everyone is making fun of my name. I don't I do not understand. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, though, on a night out in South London, on one of the uh, one of the uh, more dodgier areas of town, he did come across uh, a namesake. <laughs> but but that's a story that never was uh, reported fully for various different that. reasons. Right, go on then, Tom. We've got two more. Um, I was keeping with the Zimbabwe theme because uh, I just got stuck on the Zimbabwe national team Wikipedia page. And there's a lot of standout characters there. But um, so the next one I've got is Teenage Hadabe. 
So what? I know. Teenage started his career in Zimbabwe playing for Bantu, Highlanders, and most notably a team called Chicken Inn. Oh, yeah, I've heard of Chicken Inn. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're in their top league. Yeah. From there, he moved to Kaiser Chiefs and then to uh, Yeni Malat Saipur, which I'm almost certainly saying wrong, I'm sorry, in the Turkish Super League. <laughs> and he got himself into the team of the season in 2020, so that's pretty good. For a man nice. called Teenage. <laughs> He's made 22 appearances for the national team. Um, the, the main thing that stands out is who looks at a newborn baby and says, I'm going to call this child Danger or Teenage. <laughs> teenage, for one, only makes sense for seven years. And if you go with Danger, you've got to be pretty damn sure your kid's going to grow up to be a stuntman. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. But they just pick it at random out of the dictionary. Yeah, I'm. I'm really not. I mean, there's obviously a, a cultural relevance to to this. There was um, there was a player in the um, Premier League who his his first name uh, escapes me, but what was his name? Uh, you might have to edit this out while I think. <laughs> Pint of Football will be taking a brief interlude at this time, while Daz thinks slash uses Google. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to follow us on Twitter at POF underscore reviews. Oh no, he, he hasn't played, sorry, he plays in the Swedish league, <laughs> and for some reason he didn't finish, in, uh, finish uh, end up in this lineup, but he's called uh, Bonk Innocent. <laughs> <laughs> And it's kind of like, kind of like he's trying to excuse um, himself for like accidentally knocking someone out. <laughs> it's like um, when little kids like you know punch their brother and then they start crying and the mum like whips around and they protest innocence. Yeah, <laughs> bonk. there's also bonk innocent. <laughs> Yeah. Also Marvelous Nakamba at Aston Villa. But I can just about understand why you'd call a child marvelous. Teenage is just bizarre. Yeah. Like I said, there's definitely a lot of odd ones in Africa. Um certainly in Zimbabwe and Nigeria, there's obviously like I say a lot of uh cultural um references to picking names in that way, but I've just never actually researched or explored why that is. Um, be quite interested to know how these names come about. But yeah, very, very good. So I think I'm, I'm, I might be on to my last one now, am I? Nice. So to end with, I am going to go with, because I feel that we've been very unfortunate so far because we haven't just had any genuinely outright angry Germans yet. <laughs> Good. So, what I've gone for is um, again quite a um, classic German name, but when it's combined with this other name, it becomes quite funny. So we've got Wolfgang Wolf, who um, Wolf. yeah, he's definitely one of the more military-sounding people within the team. So, you know, alongside dodgy Fanny in the defence, you know, you've really got Wolfgang Wolf to make sure that things are definitely firm at the back. And, uh, you know, he's a classic. He spent 
all of his uh, career in Germany as a player and then as a manager uh, since then. He's had a lot of success as well. He's managed uh, Nuremberg, Wolfsburg, Kaiserslautern. Um, and for a year, <laughs> he went to go and manage uh, Skoda Zanfi on the Greek islands. So he obviously fancied a bit of a gap year from Germany and uh, decided to go and do a year on the Greek Isles. Fair play to him. Can't really knock him. I imagine he's a very intense man. Oh, he must be. He absolutely must be, mustn't he? <laughs> Wolfgang Wolf. I'm just looking at him on uh, the Googles right now and he had quite a nice mullet when he was a player. Oosh. So, right. that's, my, that's, my, that's my starting... Keeper, manager, defence, all sorted. Shall I finish us off, then? Finish us off. And then I think what we're going to do throughout the next few weeks after we've released the uh, episode is we're going to do some uh, head-to-head polls on Twitter to try and create an Ultimate eleven, which I think would be quite fun, see what other people right. think. Yeah. We're going to milk as much content out of this as humanly possible. <laughs> well, everyone likes a funny name. doesn't matter if you like football or not. This is one of the few podcasts that I could imagine my non-football friends enjoying that I do anyway (laughs) so my last person is uh, one that will be very familiar to some of our more long-term listeners Glenn Carbonara (laughs) I forgot about Glenn Carbonara (laughs) (laughs) Glenn Carbonara made 506 league appearances in the American Indoor Soccer Leagues between 1988 and 2003 He played for six teams with names like Baltimore Blast, San Diego Soccers, and Cleveland Crunch. Sadly, all but one of these teams um, that he played for are now defunct, which Uh, uh, says a lot about, you know, the American indoor football experiment. But um, I'm happy to say that Milwaukee Wave are still going strong today. Well, they're still going today. I don't know whether it's strong or not. Up the waves. Amazingly, for a defender, he scored 97 league goals, a goal every 5.2 games. Is um is the indoor league played on a smaller pitch? I don't know. Hmm. I would imagine probably. Yeah, because I know that some Scandinavian 11-a-side teams have a stadium but then also, because it's like minus 20 half the time, have an indoor stadium as well. And obviously that has to be the exact same size as an 11-a-side pitch. He also made 12 appearances for the US national futsal team, futsal team. Nice. Of course, we found out about him when we were doing something sort of similar to this. We were I, I was quizzing Dows on whether... The person that I, whose name I was saying was a in real life indoor football player from America, or a made up player from a Japanese baseball game. <laughs> with uh, it, was, it was just they kind of just like made a hundred or so characters, sort of approximations of what a Japanese person in 1980 thought was a American name. So you had things like Sleeve McDykel and Bob Son Dugnut. Nice. Yeah, I remember that very well. That was a good episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just sounds like a stock Italian chef character from a Pixar film. Oh yeah, I I would definitely if you know if ever I hopefully get to return to Italy at some point, I will definitely be going to any restaurant 
who claims to have a chef called Glenn Carbonara. <laughs> I also do recommend to the listeners looking him up on Google because his moustache is an absolute treat to behold. <laughs> That's good. It's good because uh, those last two characters we did to end on, Wolfgang Wolf and Glenn Carbonara, enders not only with strong names, but strong facial hair as well. Indeed. Which, you know, that's that's half the half the fun, isn't it, really? No Maybe point having could... a humorous name if you're going to have a boring face. Maybe we could do a top 11 of facial hair. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We might have to get a YouTube channel set up for that, though, so people can actually see it. We already tried the uh, experiment of trying to talk people through <laughs> 10 minutes of um, Jamaican Premier League goals. <laughs> yeah, it might be hard to talk people through facial hair, to be fair. <laughs> I would say there was at least... 6,000 hairs ranging between two centimeters and four. So that concludes part one. We're halfway through our funnily named 11. And yeah, I mean, considering we only had a couple of clashes which we eradicated early doors, I think there's some strong contenders there. And I think, you know, our beloved uh, Twitter fans will hopefully get on board with, uh, you know, voting who they think is the best. Or hopefully they might also be able to suggest some other funny names. Uh, you know, we're not ruling out new entries at this point. You know, I'm more than happy to remove Bobo Ball Day if someone more humorous comes up. I will put some polls out because well, it's not like we've done enough polls recently. I'll put some polls out to allow people to decide who should go into the 11 and we will go from there yes that sounds like a good plan shall we end with a joke yeah i was gonna say let's end on our semi-tradition talk amongst yourselves we're now going to a sports social advertisement which may or may not feature um i say i say i say does What do you say, Tom? What do you call someone who can't stop watching films with strong female leads? Is it Glenn Carbonara? No. A heroin addict. (laughs) Good night, America. Football. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's playing it. Ain't you heard it? Football. Everybody's doing it, everybody's saying it Football's a word There was a player, he scored a goal And everybody cheered the goal Another time, player got fouled And everybody booed very loud of the football Everybody's hoping and everybody's praying their time will win football Sports Social Podcast Network It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.